0: Is it true that Christians are essentially evil, selfish people who all, all they want to do is worship Donald Trump and never do anything good for the world? And that's actually factually untrue. The fact is that Christians in the United States of America give so much of their personal wealth and so much of their time that scholars have estimated that it accounts for $2.67 trillion worth of value every year. The wow. entire federal budget every year is only what, like 6 or $7 trillion. It is individual Christians not being forced to do it. They're paying their taxes too. Christians give average $44 billion in international aid. The United States federal government only gives $33 billion every year in international aid. It is international giving of Christians that's led to missionaries going all over the world. Not just missionaries in churches, but missionaries economically and in business. They have actually literally, in the last 20 years, cut the level of extreme poverty in the world in half. Given 1 billion people access to clean water. Christians adopt children in the United States at two and a half times the average rate. It is Christians in churches in the United States of America who do almost all of the alcohol and drug addiction recovery, the ministry to prisoners in our prisons of the resettling of immigrants.
1: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. I am really looking oh, forward to this show. we've got a good
2: one. We do. Flavor Family, just buckle up, get your mind ready, get your heart ready, you're about to be blessed.
1: In fact, would you share, before I make the introduction, share what this individual has meant to our family.
2: Oh, um, a, a number of years ago, uh, due to a curriculum that our, our son was going through at the time, he was 16 to 17 years old, something like that, and... Um, um, came across this content and found out there was gonna be uh, like a leadership summit. You know, he he was coming to us with this. Mm-hmm. We started looking into it. And uh, I think as 17, maybe junior, senior in high school, something like that, he he went for a two week summit to Colorado and attended this conference. And there's there's things as believers, you know, that you that you know, some things you instinctively know, some things you've learned from church and so forth. But you you have a hard time presenting arguments mm-hmm. against you know the world. So you raise kids with a kind of biblical worldview, then sort of send them out to the gunfight you know uh, in the old west into the gunfight with a pocket knife, True. you know a, a little bit because they they know these things, but they're not prepared to articulate them you know in a way uh, that, that's that's mm-hmm. clear and concise. And sometimes we raise uh, great you know Christian young men and women, and they go to the university, they they step outside mm-hmm. the home, and they get swatted like a fly because they're not prepared to defend mm-hmm. the things that they know and. Believe so. At that at that moment, um, we thought this would be a good language for our son getting launched into the world, and uh, he came back with ideas that help him understand business and Mm -hmm. and 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 and
1: uh, defend his faith to be
2: able to articulate Mm -hmm. a moral compass, not Mm -hmm. just have it, but articulate it in a way that now as a. Thirty-year-old man with just had his third child. Um, he's owned he's owned three businesses. He's a, one of the most you know uh, important components of, of the Flyover Conservative podcast. And in every environment that that we've been in, um, has always had a sound, clear new information could come, and he has a lens to break it down and mm-hmm. articulate it. That has been an asset to our family. Not just hey, it helped him, right. It's helped us mm-hmm. tremendously and I say of everything we've ever spent money on or time on has had the biggest return to to our family and then literally everyone everyone around us.
1: That's exactly right and that's why we're so excited today. We actually have the president of Summit Ministries. Mm. that is the conference our son went to. it's a respected authority on youth leadership development. He is the author of 14 books. He holds a PhD from the University of Denver. Welcome to the show Dr. Jeff Myers.
0: That was a fan. That was really fun. I just was so I, you sent me a picture the other day. I don't have it right here in front of me with Colton holding up his understanding the times yes. book from his summit experience. And that's just fantastic. That absolutely makes my day because as a teacher, my heart is I want to bring my students up this ladder of life and then push them on ahead of where I can go.
1: So exciting, yes. and we are we are so thankful and just an honor to have you on the show today. So for people that are listening and they're like, okay, what is this uh, Summit Ministries? What is this conference that you're talking about? Can you describe it a little bit more? Because I know that there's parents listening, thinking, gran- I know that, grandparents, yeah, too. that my son, my daughter, my grandchildren, they need to attend this.
0: Yeah imagine if there was a, a program for 16 to 22 year olds h- held in cool places like co- right at the foot of Pike's Peak in Colorado mm-hmm. and Lookout Mountain Georgia where students could bring all of the tough questions they've ever had about their faith about America about truth and and meet with the top Christian thought leaders who are the the, the best-selling book authors the world-leading experts who love Jesus on all these different topics, not only to listen to lectures from them, but also to dialogue with them over meals and in Q&A sessions, have process it all through small groups and one-on-one mentoring. Well, that's what Summit Ministries is. It is equipping and supporting this rising generation to embrace God's truth and to champion a biblical worldview in every area of life they go into. So my graduates, you mentioned Colton's in business. My graduates are, you know, a lot of them are in business. A lot of them are in politics. A lot of them are in the military and in education, and in agriculture, and every area of, of American society where
2: they can have an influence. You know, when you see someone sometimes on, the, you know, a, a YouTube short or a reel, someone like a Charlie Kirk or, you know, some of these people, and they, you know, they're maybe on a college campus, and they get these tough questions that these students have been equipped mm-hmm. with by their professors, and they sort of dismantle it, you know, in, in a way you're like, oh. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, but I didn't know how to say it, you know, like yeah. that. And that's what you help prepare people to do. It's like if a kid was in, you know, combat sports, getting to spend a week or two with like the Gracie brothers or Dana White or something, you know, it's like the best in the world in that area, but it's, but it's mentally, and I, I've seen that because I grew up in a Christian school. I saw a lot of, of my, my, my peers when they went to university, they weren't equipped to be able to combat what they got their freshman year. And they would come back and like, well, the Bible is good for that, but it, it sort of doesn't apply once you leave the home. It doesn't work in the real world. And I think they're dealing with people that have had this kind of training on the other side. And, and those arguments can be dismantled, but we're not equipping our kids mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, that's exactly right, what you've described. You know, if, if you grew up in a church community and you're in a Christian
0: school, the bandwidth of what ideas you expect to be presented is here. Over at the university, their, their picture, their Overton window is what it's called is way over here. Mm-hmm. And so, so students coming in thinking, well, how do I resolve my professors all see the world this way? My family and my pastor see the world this way. My professor has a PhD, a lot of evidence and the students in the class seem to believe them. And so they're, they're always trying to d- resolve that cognitive dissonance. And it almost always ends up meaning that they leave behind their faith. And Mm -hmm. the point that we're trying to make is, no, actually, if you want to be the smartest, most logical person who has the most coherent worldview, you would double down and embrace your biblical worldview, Mm -hmm. not reject it.
1: It's huge. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when people go to summit.com, Org, and they're like, okay, how do I even uh, participate in something like that? You can go to, um, I believe it says student and then student conferences. And once you get there, there's a place that they can apply. And you said there's two different places. Is that right? And then is there a virtual one as well?
0: That's that's exactly right. So we have two different physical locations, 11-day program, and those are in Manitou Springs, Colorado, and Lookout Mountain, Georgia. And then mm-hmm. we have a virtual program that's a great program for people around the world maybe maybe can't get visas or the airplane ticket's too expensive or you know family finances just aren't working out right now. Uh, that program is fantastic for that purpose.
1: That's perfect. And then the deadline for that is March the 31st but they, there might not be any spaces if anybody waits that long so they want to get on it right yeah. away.
0: Yeah, you want to look at that right away. Yes, yes. I, you know, summer camps, when I was a kid, you're like, you decide the middle of June. Hey, you want to go to camp at the end of June? Sure. Okay. You know, right now the everybody's planning way, way ahead for all of mm-hmm. their programs. So, you know, here we are in February and the program for the summer is already
2: uh, all half the seats are taken. And I, I just want to attest, wow. like you know, when you look at things, one of my slang terms is, you know, uh, as we as we built this, we we bought. I mean, it seemed like every month there's thousands and thousands of dollars, of equipment, cameras, lights, all this kind of stuff, and and uh, it, and so we'll, I'll get pitched by our tech team, like we need this, and I'm like, you kind of lost me, um, like I want the Yeti. You know, of it is It's it like Yeti, you know, cause it's like, you know, Yeti, a Yeti mug is just different than like a Aladdin, you know, one or something like that. It lasts forever. It's really good. Like, is this the Yeti, you know, of it? So, so, you know, for Fam, family, uh, this is the, the Yeti level of, of course and equipping that mm-hmm. you can feel very safe and exhale and say, man, you know what, I'm not only investing in an experience, but it becomes an an asset that this child will carry with them literally Mm -hmm. every day the rest of their life. And again, just like it was us, one member of our family attended this, and it's impacted all of us. Even as parents, we're still learning from the Mm -hmm. content our son took from that course.
0: I I think that's great. I just love how the, the Summit Ministries program gives kids somebody who also says so. Mm-hmm. So they come back and they realize, oh, so my parents all along weren't crazy. I think kids, a lot of kids, are worried that they're going to go to college and learn something and realize their parents are wrong. They don't want that. They, you know, they want they they don't want that disintegration. But it's very often what happens because uh, parents just don't know how to yeah. really affirm it, or they sometimes think, oh, you know, you know that program is a couple thousand bucks. I'm just going to send them. So go to YouTube, look at a few videos, you'll be fine. And that simply isn't true because part of understanding the truth is understanding it in the context of relationship. It's like two strands. The DNA of influence is two strands, truth and relationship, and they have to intertwine together. You've got to be face to face with the instructors who are teaching you. You've got to personally know that they're credible. Just the way the apostle Paul said, you know those who taught you, and you know that from infancy, you have known the sacred
2: scriptures, which are able to give you wisdom leading to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. And we need something more than, well, because the Bible says so.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um, you, you need to be able to art- articulate these things. And I think sometimes as as Christians, we're afraid to talk about some of these, like what, what, what seems to be new dilemmas in the world, and you're like, oh, these things were actually addressed thousands of years ago and and, yeah. and and we can I can have this on the table and and I'm it's not too big and scary and hairy to talk about mm-hmm. and there are answers other than just well because mm-hmm. you know that that the Bible is big enough to handle uh any new scrutiny that 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 is forget the world that that Satan comes up with to to take people away from a relationship with Christ
0: You know, Francis Scott Key, who wrote The Star-Spangled Banner, said, I've heard all of these arguments against Christianity, but what do these people have to say in defense of their own faith? You know, that's an interesting insight. Just because you're not a Christian does not mean you're at neutral. Everybody has a religious belief. Everybody has a set of beliefs about the cause, nature, and purpose of the universe— everyone if you if you move away from a biblical christian worldview what are you moving to and do mm-hmm. you have more evidence for that is it more compelling is it more is it better able to help you understand your joys and your fears and your disappointments and grapple with the actual real world <laughs> when you line them up side by side you realize uh yeah richard dawkins is a really f- kind of a funny guy sometimes and he's really witty but he does not have a worldview that i want to embrace i don't want to be that guy mm-hmm
2: well such a great dr point. Myers. want to put your uh your ideas to test here uh live on on screen and uh do a little demo uh here for our audience uh you know we're, we're just coming into the into the new year there was a clip that was i think right before christmas um a guy named john uh, Fugel saying what he is is a is a comedian actor broadcaster podcaster uh sort of an, an influencer in today's world mm-hmm. and um we have some of his tweets we want to show, but well, I'm gonna play a clip. He was on a mainstream media news network, and they were basically talking about Christmas, talking about you know New Year, and and, and religion came in. And in a, In about a two minute clip, he throws in a complex word salad that you need John Madden, you know, to kind of break down the arguments. But he he puts so many things out on the table in a way that is is clever. There's no denying he's very smart. Um, there's no denying he's he's thought through. His arguments well in advance and he puts them out there and almost like stands like an un- mm-hmm. undefeated you know uh, champion here and I think these arguments he puts out here are what are, are commonplace on a college campus or commonplace in many workplaces mm-hmm. and uh the Christian world tends to want to stay away from these arguments and let's let's get over and talk about like uh not smoking and drinking and being a bad person you know, uh, more of a, of a, of a behavior modification mm-hmm. model. And these guys are over here just, just running the roost. And I want to, want to play this clip and have you sort of break it down for our audience, because these are things that not only our children are dealing with, but many of our listeners are dealing with on a regular basis and i would like to to have you uh you do like a a, a monday morning you know like to do a sports you know break down the film uh, from from the weekend's games and so let's let's play this clip from the mainstream media right before christmas
3: uh, i would love to leave behind right wing fundamentalists and christian nationalists who use jesus whose birth we celebrate as a prop while legislating and fighting against his actual teachings. There's a lot of right-wing brothers and sisters in this country who identify as Christian, and they care about the manger and the crucifix, and they ignore the 30 years of teaching. 33. Well, actually, three years of teaching he did okay. in between. Uh, Jesus is um, not An ally of the Republican Party, there is no overlap between Jesus and the policies of Donald Trump. In South Carolina, they tried to have a bill this year calling for the death penalty for abortion. We're so pro-life, we'll kill you. That's where we're at right now. That's Stephen Wright.
4: I would kill for a Nobel Peace Prize.
3: Seeing the Pope this week (laughs) enraged these right-wing Christians so much because he acted like Jesus in blessing gay unions. Jesus is not anti-immigrant. He commands people to welcome the stranger. He never mentions abortion. The Bible never condemns abortion. We've had two generations of Christians in this country who have been groomed to believe criminalizing abortion is something to do with what Jesus talked about. Christ was a peaceful, radical, nonviolent revolutionary, never mentioned gay people. He commanded you to pay your taxes, to welcome the stranger. Individuals and nations must care for the poor and sick in Matthew 25. He who lives by the sword must die by the sword, Luke 22. There's a reason why these right-wingers never try to put the Sermon on the Mount on walls in classrooms. Thank it's God because somebody of this. read the Bible. Wow, wow. Yes. The just child before, before Jesus'
1: birthday, you're delivering. Listen,
3: I'm the child of the next nun and the next Franciscan, And if you are if you want to criminalize abortion and put people in jail because you're so Christian when Jesus never mentioned abortion, but you support the death penalty, which Christ actually opposed the rest of us. A lot of men wrote the books, you know, But if you support those things, (laughs) then the rest of us aren't obliged to take your claims of Christian piety seriously anymore. And the media is to blame because the media loves a bad guy and has made the Falwell's and the Robertson's pass for what Christianity is for a generation. It's time to take the Bible back from the hypocrites and thugs.
1: All right, flavor family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacy. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So, let's look inside. I got some my pillow, uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, Dompin! All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and fluff it up for you. Come on, buddy. Nice and warm and fluffy. Perfect for my little guy. Come here, Charlie. All right. If you want to get your own products, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Flyover to save up to 66% off. Wow. Chalked
2: full. There's a lot jammed into two minutes. uh, How how many times do you think you practice that to get it word for word? Oh.
1: oh, man, he did put some practice in it, no doubt about it.
2: When, when you see yeah. that based on your, your both your education and what you teach, uh, where would you start? Well, the first thing I do is look, look up who the guy is. I wasn't familiar with him.
0: He, he's a comedian. He's trying to make a living, you know, just like the, the guy who plays the guitar at the local bar, trying to pick up some tips. You know, this guy is trying to take every opportunity he can to, to, to make a living. And this is his shtick. You know, I'm, I'm the child of a nun and a priest. And therefore I have the credibility to say the things that I say, you know, well, I'm the son of a printer and a elementary school teacher. Therefore I have the right to criticize the left. Right. That doesn't make any sense. You, it's not, it, it, this is part of his comedy shtick, which I don't, I mean, it didn't seem funny, but you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I just don't have much of a sense of humor. But anyway, so, so here, here's the way I start to break it down. I look at this guy who is this. Oh, yes. This is his shtick. Okay. That's fine. Everybody's got a shtick. So that's his. All right. So then I start to ask the question, well, you know, how, how is his, how are the arguments framed? Setting aside the abortion issue for a minute, because we can address that specifically as an example of how you should reason about these things. But, you know, he, he goes through things so quickly uh, all, and, and refuses to be interrupted. Usually people who do that are very defensive. There's some reason why they don't want to be interrupted. There's some reason why they want to get everything out there without actually making an argument for it. You know, it, 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 in in logic circles, it's it's called assuming what you're supposed to prove. Like this, so he doesn't make an argument for it; he assumes that it's true. Condemns those who might disagree. I mean, I, I'm in Manitou Springs, Colorado. Every time there's a presidential election, one of my buddies is all like, "Oh, Bernie Sanders, you know, feel the burn. He's awesome," but he never makes any arguments for Bernie Sanders. He just sort of as the basis of his argument derides anybody who doesn't agree with him. So it's sort of like torching the house so that you have no place to live. Right. And it, it, it is, um, it's a common strategy, but that's what he does. And how do you know that he's doing it? Okay. There's an argument form that he's using that you see professors use all the time and you can fill in the blanks any way you want. These people do this to us therefore they are evil Mm.
2: okay these people do this to us therefore they are evil because he had a lot of these people categories these 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 right-wing extremists these hypocrites and like i I don't want to be in that category so you almost don't want to participate well and that's and
0: that's where you realize man there's something shady about this guy's argument because he never specifies who he's talking about he says they Mm -hmm. Right. That's that's the way all conspiracy theorists talk. They are doing this to us. Therefore, they are evil. Mm. Um, And so I I actually just looked up the specific example he gave about South Carolina. He totally told told a lie about that, what what that situation is and what actually happened. And it's specifically a lie that anybody besides this one really kind of out there legislator in the state of South Carolina ever lined up with what this guy was wanting to do. I mean, you can go look up that information for yourself. We don't need to get into the details of it. But but just by looking at it that briefly, I realized, uh, this guy is not what he's pretending to be. Mm-hmm. And, and then I have to start examining his argument. So he says, the Bible's not against abortion. Okay, that's an actual claim to some factual knowledge that can be examined. So then I start to look at what are the facts in that situation. Uh, if i were to have a discussion with them my starting point would be this okay let me give you let me give you a core statement here it is always wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human being would you agree with that it is always yes. wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human being i've used that on on shows all, all of the time and it's one of the things we train on at summit ministries it is always wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human being. Abortion involves the intentional killing of an innocent human being. Therefore, abortion is wrong. That's the way you line it up logically. Does the Bible speak against abortion? Yes. It speaks in favor of human beings not being killed. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, the Murder is wrong. Mm-hmm. The Bible speaks of that quite clearly. Uh, so so it's it's just it's bizarre when somebody says the Bible never speaks to abortion. Well, yeah, the Bible never actually speaks to computer theft either, so it must be okay, right? You see, the, mm-hmm. you see the the Ill logic of the argument yeah. that's being made. Um, so that's how I begin to break it down. But then I start to ask the question: Okay, I can go after individual arguments this guy's making, but what about the overall cast of the point he is making? Is it true that Christians are essentially evil, selfish people who all all they want to do is worship Donald Trump and never do anything good for the world? And that's actually factually untrue. So no matter how fast the guy talks, no matter how much the people on the set kind of laugh, the, the fact is that Christians in the United States of America – Give so much of their personal wealth and so much of their time that scholars have estimated that it accounts for 2.67 trillion dollars worth of value every year. Wow! Just wow. the United States.
3: Just the, United, think States?
0: About Just the United States. The wow. entire federal budget every year is only what, like six or seven trillion dollars. So it is individual Christians not being forced to do it. They're paying their taxes too. But in addition to that, giving money and services worth $2.67 trillion, Christians, when I wrote about this, when I first looked at this, so these statistics are two years old, but Christians give average $44 billion in international aid. The United States federal government only gives $33 billion every year in international aid. Aid. Uh, It is international giving of Christians that's led to uh, missionaries being going all over the world. Not just missionaries in churches, but missionaries economically and in business. They have actually, literally, in the last twenty years, cut the uh, level of extreme poverty in the world in half. Given one billion people access to clean water, Christians adopt children in the United States at two and a half times the average rate. It is Christians in churches in the United States of America who do almost all of the alcohol and drug addiction recovery, almost all of the ministry to prisoners in our prisons, and almost all of the resettling of immigrants in the United States of America. So the You know, it it does sound interesting and it's quite a little, you know, it's quite a little spiel he has. It was clear that he practiced it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you look at videos on the internet, you can see that this is part of his comedy routine. So he was just saying stuff he's already said on stage before, for which he gets some kind of a reaction. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a shtick, but you can also examine it factually. So that's sort of how I approach it.
1: That's huge. So if you were to have been in that situation, Dr. Jeff, let's say that you were actually at the table. What would that have looked like for you? Would you um would you have said something? If you did, how how would you even have started that conversation?
0: Yeah, it's it is tough. It it, it is tough in a media situation. You don't want to be rude and interrupt. But I, I think some of the people there clearly did want to interrupt. I don't. It, it wasn't clear. Like one guy gave his little joke, uh, mm-hmm. which you know it was. But but it was clear they weren't really taking him seriously, but they just thought his it, it was amusing and you know it's it's MSNBC so mm-hmm. stick it to the right wingers you know that's always sort of a something that they that they enjoy, but I mean he was clearly being a you know a jerk and uh, so they get they get all of that. Uh, I think you have to interrupt him. It was up to the people who were there to say hold on hold on hold on you can't just give your little comedy shtick here and expect us to just sit and listen. This is a show where we engage on these issues. Mm -hmm. We talk about this stuff. Let's just take them one by one. Okay. Who are you actually talking about? You keep saying they, like this is some flying saucer cult. You know, what, who are you actually talking about? And then let's take one of the, you, you made a huge deal out of abortion. The Bible doesn't speak about abortion. How do you know that's true? How do you know that's that's true? You know, um. Bible doesn't speak about computer theft. Does that mean computer theft is wrong? No, it speaks about theft, right? Mm-hmm. It speaks about life and the value of life. So you know, then i if I had a chance, I would th- you know, throw out that syllogism that I gave you and, and try to to ar- argue, you know, just to try to get some dialogue going back and forth about stuff that actually is true rather than they do this, they do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got you got to break away from that conspiratorial, very vague unspecified mindset because the people you oppose are always evil. If nobody can actually know who they are, they're like the they're like the boogeyman that visits you in the middle of the night or, you know, that lives under your bed and nobody else can see it, but you know, it's there.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, on this show, I think we've spent more time uh, probably magnifying faults and things we have a problem with in the Republican party than we do with Democrats and, um, you know, these, uh, what I would call hypocrisy, what I would call, you know, they're, they're, they they are they do not operate in an alignment with the people who voted to get them there. And so he uses a technique there of, if I could find one flaw with the Republicans, like it's like a, 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 a yep. coat rack. Uh, okay. Donald Trump's had, you know, an affair he's divorced. And so, so then anything about Donald Trump is then Faults and he uses these these frames like these right wing extremists, these Christian nationalists, mm-hmm. and then and then that's the coat rack, and then he starts to hang his arguments on that, kind of establishes that because nobody wants to be associated with well this person is worse than Hitler, this person mm-hmm. is uh this this terrible person, so then they hang, like then anything that you say after that is almost defending the flaws of that person versus separating and and they 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 tie those together in a way that's almost it's hard to even, it's like a, a gallon of water and you pour some Coke into it. It's hard to separate the two after a bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. Specificity is the friend of truth. If you're ever in a situation like that and somebody says, well, those people, you know, that those Israelis are evil because they are hurting the Palestinians. so hold, okay. Which? Who are you talking about? Mm. Which Israelis are doing what? Mm. To whom? You know, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Okay. What river? What river are we talking about here? What sea are we talking about here? That specificity, asking for specific information. We teach all of our students at Summit Ministries. Start by asking, what do you mean by that? How do you know that's true? Where did you get that information? And how did you arrive at that conclusion? So good. You just start, you just start by, you, you, you can interrupt and ask those. Say, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can see this is going on to a little shtick here uh, that you probably have done on the stage a few times. What do you mean by Christian nationals? Who exactly are we talking about here? Give me mm-hmm. names. Okay. Oh, Jerry Falwell Jr., what, that guy lost his job three years ago. Why are we still talking about him? Like he hasn't even been heard from the last three years. So you're saying that right now he's controlling the world? You know, like, oh yeah, that's really interesting. You know that. (laughs) Then all of a sudden, you realize this guy's a real kind of of a conspiracy theorist Mm. who's hiding something, rather than a a guy who's interesting and we should agree with him and say amen because he's got a little sermon going. Mm
2: -hmm. I think there's a problem a little bit. I've seen it probably since the '90s, with you know book publishing and 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 like what I call famous Christians. Um, people study them and their books more than they do the Bible, and so sometimes, you know, for for people of faith, when you can find a flaw with Joel Osteen, it, you know, it's like, oh, well, now my faith is crushed. You know, where you're you're sort of hanging your faith on these individuals and not mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, that, that's a great point. If you've asked Joel Osteen into your heart and he <laughs> mm-hmm. lets you down, then you you know you got a problem. And it doesn't make him him bad or another person no, or it's, Beth it's, Moore no, it's, or it, else. really anybody. Yeah, yeah, any any human being. Yes. Yep. But, but it's easy to dismantle my faith when you dismantle a person that I hold in high esteem. You know, mm-hmm. if that's where it is versus in private digging into God's word, letting him refine and expose mm-hmm. my own sin and I come to him for repentance, I'm working these things out individually.
1: So, Dr. Jeff, all I, all I have here as we, we are closing oh. the interview today is, do you have any courses for adults? Because, because this would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I know several people, as well as Dave and I, are like, we would like to take your courses. So, obviously, you do have them for, is it 16 to 20-year-olds?
0: 16 to 22-year-olds, the 11-day okay. program we have. No, we, we could do pass programs too. maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, We'd have some work
1: 22. to do.
0: <laughs> Say I identify as a 22 year old. This is, uh, uh, so this may be helpful at summit.org. We have a resource library with all the videos that we've ever done. Uh, you could just, you just go to resources, there. articles, podcasts, videos, books, summit talks. Those are the lectures that you can actually watch from the summit summer program. And then there's, there are all sorts of those kinds of things available on that website. We also have a program called Base Camp that we do a couple of times a year. And oh, I'm glad you're strolling through that. Thanks. Uh, this, uh, they're toward the bottom. There actually are two video courses that we've designed called Flourish and Now We Live Ooh. to introduce people who've never heard about the idea of a biblical worldview to biblical thinking about the world. A lot of people have been, hundreds of thousands of people have been using those courses in their life wow. groups at church.
1: That is so great.
0: All, and those are available for those are available at no charge. So all of those resources are there. I that love
2: it. That is
1: perfect. And then finally, before we let you go, um, can you tell about uh, your book uh, about truth? I truth think that changes is so every, important.
2: everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, well, I'll I'll send you a copy of the book, and uh, I'll I'll get somebody to sign it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, um it, I, i'm more excited in, about this book and proud of it than probably anything else i've ever done because i wrote it as i was going through a battle with cancer and i wasn't sh- i thought this might be the last book i ever get to write so i put my wow. entire heart and soul into it to make the case that truth exists It's knowable by us. Truth is not Mm. just a set of logical propositions. It's not just a mathematical formula. It's Jesus. And people who believed that Jesus is the truth changed the course of history and science and the arts and the value of human life and politics and justice and and even how we understand the nature of work and economic productivity itself.
2: Wow. I love it. We'll put a link to that mm-hmm. book uh, as well as uh the other things we discussed uh today. Summit.org, fiber family. Um we we need to be equipped mm-hmm. uh in a in a new way uh because I guarantee uh, we're coming across well thought arguments that people have presented and um uh, they're not too big. They're not too scary for God's word, mm-hmm. and that's where our foundation needs to be. And I, I could not endorse uh, Dr. Jeff Myers and his, his programs anymore. I will put a link to those things down below. Thank you so much for coming on uh, and 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 kind of kind of introducing people, creating a doorway here for them to get access to to your world. Well, thank you, Stacy, David, for trusting your son
0: to us all those years ago, and we are praying for the thousands. Who will have that experience this coming summer? We really, it's it's really urgent that mm-hmm. they rise up and become the leaders. You know, when somebody loses their faith, it, like there are eternal consequences to that. Yes, there are also temporal consequences. You've lost your mooring in truth. That never leads to greater purpose. It never leads to more assurance. It always leads to more meaninglessness, more anxiety. And we want young adults who are confident, not arrogant. Confident who then can step forward and say, you know what, I think I'll, I'm gonna to try to be part of the solution.
1: I love that. Yes. That's exactly what we need. And thank you so much again for your time, Dr. Jeff. Flyover Family, go to summit.org. We'd love to have you back, that's for sure.
0: All right, awesome. Sounds great, I'll look forward to it.
1: Hello, Flyover Family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble, you can find it on the Flyover app, We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking and what's interesting is God is speaking through them and all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical, we're hearing from military intelligence, we're hearing from the financial world, we're hearing from mainstream media, but the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne, he's not nervous, he's not chewing his nails, he is in control, he has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive, and I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 11.11.
4: My name is Dr. Troy Spurl, and I'm CEO and founder of Synapse Center for Health and Healing. While we're a full functional medicine clinic where we're uh, looking at the entirety of the body, we have nurse practitioners, chiropractors, acupuncture, we do functional restoration with uh, a BTL equipment, and we have uh, medical doctors on staff as well to help with PRP and other injections for pain relief. We, we do a multitude of services, labs, nutrition, counseling, health coaching. We've got it all. We are constantly being asked about how to improve their immune system. How do I go through a flu season without getting a cold? Uh, I myself have gone 30 years without missing a day of work, never gotten a cold, never been sick. And we just show our patients how to do that. We answer those questions. Why am I tired? Why do I have pain? So if you're watching us right now, just go to our website, officialsynapse.com, click on free discovery call, answer three simple questions, and we'll get you started. One more thing. We are the highest rated, most reviewed functional medicine clinic in all of Minnesota. I
2: I completely believe that people choose career paths because of something in them. There's a joy. There's there's certain that might just be there's a lot of money, you know, with that. Mm But if you're drawn, you know, if if you're growing up and you like loved a teacher, you had a great connection and you Mm -hmm. want to be a teacher. Yep. Um. There's something in you that really pursues that. Now, what happens with the mechanism and the people money, the, the natural the, the national uh, teachers and the teachers union and, mm-hmm. and and the the infiltration, if you've ever seen Libs of TikTok, you know, you somebody has a passion to be a teacher, then they get into a field and they're like, Oh this isn't really promoting what my heart had Mm -hmm. in it. There's a lot of things like that. Maybe even if you're great with money and finances, you might end up, you know, with a hedge fund and doing stuff and you're like, oh man, I'm a, you know, I'm not, I'm not in a field that lines up with why I got into this. And I don't think any, any field uh, magnifies that idea more than the medical field. I saw a meme this last weekend. It shows, you know, doctors sitting on a pile of cash and they have a mask on. But they also have their their eyes and mm-hmm. and ears covered. If you see that, if you're if you're watching the video version of this on the screen, it's a picture of people in the medical profession sitting around a room. It's you know probably an AI generated photo or or a, you know cartoon image mm-hmm. or whatever. But it kind of represents what that profession has become: the infiltration of uh, uh, lobbyists and and the way the medical schools are run is geared strictly towards. Pharmaceutical drugs and prescriptions, you know, given there, and there's there's no point in our history. It was magnified by COVID. Uh, the the this infiltration of health mm-hmm. being mixed with the financial yes. side of it has created a great distrust. I think with mm-hmm. most people, there's a lot of distrust today with the, the population and their mm-hmm. politicians, the population and and teachers, population and medical, the population and their, their political, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily know that your, your politician is supposed to be representing you. Is he doing that? Or, you know, when I, when I found out recently that the ACLU has a lobbying firm that, that's actually paid to to push sugar, you know, in in, in that, and representing Coca Cola and, and these things, like what is what is racism and defending that? What does it have to like yep. this this muddying of things where when all it comes all due to money to to, to money mm-hmm. creates this separation between why someone had a passion to get into a field. And then what that field has become. And what's required in this moment more than any other is people to, to lean on their their predetermined moral compass, what is north, and find a way to navigate, hey, how can I care for people, solve their problems, mm-hmm. take them from being good to great? And and do it in a way that aligns with what I know is true, and separated from the financial machine that it point. that it's become. We've been very blessed through Reawaken Tour and different different opportunities to meet doctors that have massive amounts of fruit mm-hmm. in their life of like, wow, they're helping people actually get off of things and be good. Nobody is deficient in ibuprofen, you know, right. just, or or any form of just masking a problem. And so we're in this together. We're we're our own health, you know, h- how do we navigate mm. this landscape in the future for our children and for now our grandchildren? Hey, who has answers that's going to yep. actually get them free and break away from that picture? And and I don't show that image as an indictment to the medical profession. I think there are thousands of doctors that really want mm. to break away from what you see right there. It sickens them that, that they can only spend a few minutes, click some stuff on an mm. iPad, and they've got to have somebody leaving with a prescription. You know, I don't think that's the model that a lot of doctors get, but there's not a lot that have the bravery. They, they spend years in medical school and then it's, well, hey, I got it. I, you know, we were broke all the way, all this time. I promised my wife we're going to, now we got a house and a mortgage. How are we going to, you know, it's hard to break away from from that system, but there are some that have. And there's nobody that, that has a vision for what the, the healthcare profession can look like better than Dr. Troy Sparrow.
4: Wow, that was quite the intro.
1: <laughs> Man, it's it's interesting, isn't it, Dr. Spurl? Uh, I'm sure that you've seen it, you've witnessed it, um, you've been in this profession a long time, uh, but to see kind of what's happened to the medical profession over the last maybe decade or so.
4: Yeah, and uh, what's interesting is I'm actually meeting with a lot of uh, other doctors, healthcare practitioners, people who are actually running hospitals, and they, they see the same thing. And so, it's actually very, very encouraging what's happening right now. We, we're seeing really good, capable people who have the heart to help people who are starting to stand up and say, this is not right. And it is the lobbyists. It is Washington, D.C. It is, It is in, in my books, it, as, as President Trump talks about draining the swamp, uh, it's very similar. There's going to be a side effect of the swamp being drained uh, the side effect in a positive way is going to be a new healthcare system because mm-hmm. doctors like myself and many, many others are, we, we were equipped for this. We were waiting mm-hmm. for this. I wrote that on my wall 20 years ago. It's in my mission wow. statement. and So I, I had no idea at the time what it would look like or even if it would happen in my life. But for whatever reason, God put it on my heart to be a part, a little cog in the wheel, but a part of a new healthcare system model. So I'm loving it right now. its We're seeing a collapse, but I'm loving it.
2: What what specifically, let's go to that, that thing on your wall 20 years ago. What what was that?
4: What uh, was that vision really that you had 20 years ago? So it literally said to become a worldwide agent of change in mm. the fields of healthcare and human potential. So I always, I love people. I love laughter. I love, uh, which is tough when someone's coming in, they're suffering. But um, I, I just, I like meeting people where they're at. And that's the foundational frontline approach to just healthcare. I don't care what the insurance company says or doesn't say. I don't care what the pharmaceutical companies say or don't say. I care what the patient's body and what they say they're sitting right in front of me. That's a big difference. And so uh, I have no idea why the the worldwide part came, uh, but it came after prayer. So I wrote it down and then mm-hmm. I put it on my wall um, in big, wow. big bold letters. And so I just think that we have had a disease management system for so long And I think how we do research in the scientific community is completely wrong. It's, it's a, it's more, it's a double blind placebo lie. That's what it really is. Mm. When they started initiating that part and and accepting that as the only truth in Mm -hmm. science, that's when we started to see compromised science. That's when we started to see how they're missing the boat because the body is way more complex than that. And there are so many variables you have. It's more like a dance or an orchestra. You have to understand that as you start to, Input stuff into the body; it now changes the results that you're measuring, and that's okay. And so you have to take a, a bigger picture of how we're actually built mentally, chemically, physically, and even spiritually, because they all impact your overall health and well-being.
1: Which is wow. huge, and you know, it. We have full confidence in you. You know, Avery and I flew out. Avery's our producer, our daughter, our graphics. She, she kind of does it all. Um and uh she and I flew out to Minnesota to see you and uh just a few days ago and I I we're both so encouraged. We actually went to the Mall of America afterwards, uh which is fun. Uh we, went, we what was that ride Avery Fly Over America? Fly over America, yeah. It was like a virtual reality Flying over the country, kind of a thing. Yeah. That was so cool, by the way. And we love the flyover, of course. You have to go with our yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. So we had, we had a ton of fun. But while we were there, and then coming home and all that, we talked a lot about how encouraged we are because obviously I've shared on the show several times. I've had an issue in the past with restless leg syndrome, and it's been something I've struggled with from the time that I was a little girl. Like I remember laying on the ground crying, and my dad would be rubbing my calves, rubbing my legs. You know, yeah. when I was little. You know, and so like it would affect us going out to dinner.
2: Oh. You know, for it- 30 years of marriage it's been a, it's been a a constant, you know, character in the show. Yeah, you know, we, we've tried all kinds of stuff. Calcium,
1: trips. tried magnesium. We've tried uh, these little pills, the natural pills. three that-
2: times at night, we'd be on a road trip. The kids were sleeping in the back, and you're You'd be like, just want to. You'd say things like, "I just want to take my feet, and just shove them through the engine. I wish I could just almost just take my leg and just break it. You know, it's just so <laughs> just painful so and hurting, painful and irritating. Yeah, it's just really
1: and it really had no hope and hadn't had anybody that could really help me. uh, Started taking quite a bit of ibuprofen and uh, Doctor Spurl. Gave us hope, and now uh, we. Came, I think the, we came out the first time. Uh, maybe it was in November, October, November. We flew out there, and um, and started this program. Went through testing, all of that adjustment, all of that, and then um, I have not had any issues. I mean, yep. we are we are blown well, away. It's completely changed my life.
2: This weekend for Valentine's on Saturday night, we went out and and we sat and had dinner for three and a half hours just talking, and it's like we could do that at home. You know, because she kind of get up and walk around, and you know, do it would be enough movement that it would kind of you know alleviate that. But to go to a restaurant and to sit, and we, there was never a problem. It was.
1: I mean, that is life changing. Yeah, completely life changing. And so we were so encouraged. And as I, we were going through the testing and all of that, there was all of these questions and everything that we went through. And I just kept thinking, you know, Avery's got to try this because Avery's had some digestive issues, some different things like that, you know, over the years. And um, I was like, Avery's got to go. And I have complete confidence yeah. that she is going to be helped. And Avery, how do you feel about it? I feel amazing. There's already some things that he did in the office that I can tell now. Like even a couple of days later, I feel so much better. I mean, it's shocking. These are issues that we have struggled with all of our lives. And so.
2: And you free- work with Olympians and high performance yeah. athletes, and it's like even more applicable when, you know, you deal with just, you know, regular, you know, rednecks Folks running like a podcast. Us. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I actually prefer, I, I don't want to say this on the podcast, but uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of working with uh, professional Olympic athletes because they're just the, they're very, very wired in on very specific stuff. But I like. Like, I get so much pleasure hearing what you just had to say there because just reestablishing, uh, the, the communication, the God given communication within the body, God performs these miracles and things start to, to heal up and it brings back joy and brings back like just being able to sit down, uh, and, and have a meal. And so, yeah, it's, it's the same principles. And I, I love puzzles. And mm. I'm just going to say, you guys are like everyone else. You're a nice little 10,000 piece puzzle. <laughs> <that we have. laughs> I know what's going on. It just takes some time and some some careful observation and a a different way of looking at the body. When you put everything through the filter of how God designed us, it changes the science. It changes how we approach things because now you can tell when something that isn't sounding right because medications and other things can help with like uh, covering up symptoms but not reestablishing uh, just the part of how God designed this, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's the way to do healthcare, at least the proactive approach to healthcare. Uh, I'm still a huge fan of emergency medicine and you know, all of that. Uh, sure. In our healthcare system. But uh, I personally, and I'm biased because I've done it for 25, 30 years, but I think it is the way healthcare should be.
1: I, I totally agree. And there at your practice, let's just talk a little bit about official synapse. Um, you have, many doctors and a lot of different health professionals there. Can you tell a little bit about your practice at Official Synapse?
4: Yeah, it's it's functional based, uh, functional medicine based. So we're looking to identify where the breakdown communication is. So we have chiropractors, nurses, nurse practitioners, medical doctors. Um, this year, I have one of the uh, top trauma surgeons in the, in the state. Uh, he's doing an internship here at the clinic to just kind of learn mm-hmm. about functional medicine to see how it might impact the outcomes of surgeries or even prevent them. Uh, so he, yeah, he's an amazing, uh, doctor and amazing man, amazing human being. And so, uh, health coaches, uh, nutrition, um, coaches as well. So it's a full team to, Mm -hmm. to really get assessment and they're all very, very unique. I've waited a long time. One of my chiropractors is also, I think I mentioned this, but, uh, she was a state champion with the long range shooting, uh, up in North Dakota. And so these are, these are kind-hearted, good, very skilled people that don't give up uh, when it comes to uh, turning over every stone and figuring out why are things not working properly. And so we meet every day and we talk about uh, the patients we're seeing and we problem solve as a team, which is also very unique uh, compared to a lot of hospitals. You just don't really get a lot of that because the medical world is so busy and it's driven by we have to pay the bills. So we have to do what insurance will cover. And, and we have to fill the schedule 110%. And the doctors, the doctors are burning out, the nurses are burning out. And so it's, uh, it's a different way when you have like a team around you and uh, they can lift you up when you're having a, a challenging day, I'll say, as far as just yeah. being over, lo- overloaded. So it, it's, I'm very privileged to work uh, with the, There's a lot of the team right there. Very mm-hmm. privileged to work with uh, um, these people and, and God's put the, the right people in, um, in our, in our clinic right now. It's the best crew I've had in 20 years.
1: That is amazing. Avery's going through some pictures now, but, uh, of, of some of the physicians and different people you work with. And then she was also going through, um, conditions that you all address. I highly encourage you to go to officialsynapse.com. I think you're going to be encouraged because there may be things in your life that you thought, oh, there's no solution for that, or maybe not even realizing it was something that you were struggling with that you don't have to live with that there are answers, and that this team can absolutely help you. So I, I'm i blown away, and I'm so encouraged.
2: Do you feel there's a lot of doctors that that would would love to be doing that? You know, um, I, I know we talked to sometimes people in the media. I speak with a guy that worked for a, a, a major mainstream media cable channel about this was when, you know, everybody's, you know, pitching, you know, double masks and that kind of stuff. He didn't believe in that at all you know, but had to project and had to, He goes, I would love to have the freedom to say what I know is true when it came to elections and, you know, different things. And he goes, I'm compromised because I got to say what someone else is telling me on the teleprompter. Mm. And it's like, it's almost like lions in the zoo, envious of a lion, you know, in the, in the wild, you know, that kind of thing.
4: Yeah. We we get that all the time. Um, I actually treat a lot of uh, medical doctors and people that work in the traditional system, and they're very, um, jealous is a strong word, but they're, they would, they would love to be doing what we're doing. And one of my, I'll, I'll say his name cause I've done podcasts with him, but Dr. Ray Strand is a retired medical doctor. And, uh, he, he wrote the book, what your doctor doesn't know about nutritional medicine, maybe killing you back in the nineties. So mm. he's very much ahead of the the curve, but he and I were having lunch and he said, uh, I wish I was 50 years younger. He's in his seventies mm. right now. Oh, wow. He just, Said, I wish I was fifty years younger so I could start doing what you're doing. I wish that wow. was my my practice. And so he, he's a phenomenal, yep. again, phenomenal doctor. And and, um, and I, I hear that all the time.
2: I think people see that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the number is exactly, but it's close to we're around six percent of the world's population as Americans, and we consume about eighty five percent of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. Um, I think we're one of only two nations that can use propaganda, basically, you know, marketing and advertising on television you know, for those things. And it's, it's very, it's very corrupt. You know, we've, we've covered the idea recently that, 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 you know, the money that comes into the news channels, you know, from them for advertising is what keeps them on point with never, you know, going against, you know, that process. And I don't, people are looking to their left and their right. And I think we're a very prosperous nation. We have all this technology. We can, you know, develop the iPhone and all of this stuff and GPS. We have all of these things, but we're going backwards in our health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With more technology, and I think people are aware of that and there's there's a fork in the road, and you're leading the parade on the right side of it so uh, we'd like to to jump into a couple of nuggets here that's my favorite thing with you because you always have a couple of of uh, things that are like great tips that people can apply right away that are that are applicable, usable, that they can apply to their life right now this minute and then and then plug into your clinic as well because because when you get in the assessment when you get in that that loop. Uh, there with you. We did a lot of it at a distance, mm-hmm. you know, from Kansas City. We got blood work done and sent to you and all that happened, you know, at a distance. And then people can can also come in person if they, you know, uh, choose to or can. But no matter where people are, they can benefit from it. But you always have something on the show that people can use today.
4: Yeah. So I'd love to be able to just uh, throw some things out there because there's someone that's going to be listening somewhere. And so. um uh, I'm going to say one. So this this is actually a, a testimony of uh, someone I was uh, I was speaking at a conference and someone stopped me. And uh, she said, I just want to thank you because you sh- you basically throw out a, a nugget, a gem years ago. And I tried it and, and it worked. And so this one is for some people who are having a hard time getting pregnant. And so for women they can have uh, a tipped uh, uterus and uh, it can just kind of go forward. So if you do a little sit up and crunch and you lift the push in under the belly button and just kind of lift it up and you'll be lifting like your small intestinary and stuff like that, if it's sensitive, that can actually help you get the uterus in the right position. And this woman stopped me and said for eight years, they've been trying to get pregnant, couldn't get pregnant. All she did was add that exercise and she was now pregnant with her third child at that time. And so that wow. for some people that's, that's all, that's all it takes. So that's one of my favorite, because that one is a simple thing that can really bless people.
2: Can, can you get and more so specific have, on that movement or do you have a video or, or something that kind yeah, of is a demonstration so of our that?
4: Website, yeah, great question. So on our website, it's called a uterine lift. And so you can actually see, um, the actual exercise being done. So I show it there. So it, it's kind of like, uh, just scooping the lower abdomen and then, uh, Basically doing a crunch or a sit up. So if and if, it, if you can't if you can't find it on the website, then you just go to YouTube and type in uh, synapse uterine lift.
2: Okay, and that's that's yeah. sp- more that's specific to women too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. uh,
4: well, <laughs>
2: I'm not a doctor, but I'm just
4: not a doctor. So I'm just some, <laughs> I, got, I I got some
2: family that watches this show too, and I'll make sure they don't get confused.
1: They, they know it's just for women. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, just for women.
4: Okay, so here's one for guys then, because so, okay. this has to do with bowels.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> one of the hidden causes for high blood pressure is, is called uh, hepatic uh, portal hypertension, basically. So basically, if you have constipation or you're, you're having a problem moving the bowels, there's this recycling of a, a vein that comes off of the bowels to the liver, and it can actually cause high blood pressure. So by increasing your, your magnesium, fiber, and water, you can actually lower your blood pressure by making sure you're having daily bowel movements. So if you have high blood pressure and you're constipated, try and get the bowels moving, even if you have a couple days of loose, loose stools, with water, uh, magnesium, and then a little bit of fiber, and see if your blood pressure goes down. If it does, your blood pressure is because of your bowels, not because of a cardiovascular problem. Wow
1: wow that is so wow. cool
2: and there's no that's downside cool. to that i yeah. love i love fixes wow. that don't create three other problems that yeah. require three more pharmaceutical drugs so that's fantastic yes. so
1: is this the one avery is this that's, the one that that's the, one. the uterine lift mm-hmm. perfect so it's you can, on their their youtube channel yes. on the youtube channel synapse and it's called uterine lift yes so that could be life changing for people that is so cool
4: yeah that, that's one of my favorite ones and then I'll finish with the third one here, and that is um, chronic gastritis. So some people have chronic gastritis, and it can be because there's a chemical that's too high. It's called nitric oxide, NO. It's the same thing that in the Fast and the Furious that if you hit, you know, the car goes really fast. It's the nitric oxide booster. Oh, okay. But if you have too much of it, it can actually cause an inflamed stomach. So there is uh, something uh, out there called xanthylhumol which is an herbal. Uh, it's uh, X-A-N-T-H-O-H-U-M-O-L. And that will reduce your um, nitric oxide. And so if you start taking that, and your gastritis improves, it means you have too much nitric oxide, which will eventually cause cardiovascular problems. So by fixing the gastritis, you're preventing the ga- the cardiovascular stuff. And one of the best benefits, xanthal humo, uh, humo actually Outperformed the diabetes medication when they went head to head for managing uh, insulin. They're, they're wow! Very good. You guys are so quick at getting those uh, <laughs>
2: <the> images. <out.
1: laughs> that's awesome.
2: we got a great team. Yeah. So, so that's a that's a supplement that someone can take, but it's not a prescription or a medication or anything. Right. It's a, something's going to work naturally. Is that? Can they just get that anywhere? Is it available on your website or? Do you do you yeah, offer we don't that,
4: sell that one in particular? We don't offer that, but that's uh, you can get it uh, uh, anywhere, and basically, uh, most health food stores will have a component of that. It's not very well known though, so but there's a ton of research. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very very effective though.
1: That is awesome. Okay, so if somebody's listening today and they're like, wow. "Okay, I want to know more. I want to, uh, p- you know, potentially become a patient of Official Synapse. What do they need to do?"
4: Well, it's pretty simple. Just go to our website, uh, www.officialsynapse.com. And uh, right on the front page, you just fill out uh, right there in the Get Started today. Just fill out that information. Uh, they'll set you up with a free discovery call. There's no charge uh, for that initial call. It's just to gather information. And then from there, they'll set you up with one of our practitioners, one of our team members for what we do with, it's called a practice member evaluation where we actually see if what you have is a good fit for us. And if not, then we make a referral of where you should be. So uh, it it helps us to to get people in a trusted resource for for what ails them. And sometimes we treat people from all 50 states and from 12 different countries currently. They fly in from all over the world and uh, mostly for the problem-solving aspects of it. So if Mm -hmm. you can get here, it's much, much better because we have a lot of in-house testing and a lot of uh, things that we can pick up on that uh, helps us with the decision-making but if you can't we can still work from a distance
2: that is and amazing. you have a uh i don't know he's right like like a monthly call as well people can like subscribe to and then actually have kind of like group group setting yeah. conversations i'm picturing it kind of like hey if if you're like our, our friend we'd have you over for dinner then everybody that we had at the dinner can like ask questions you know is it like yes. that kind of a setting
4: yeah a- absolutely virtually. so i i yeah you, virtually i come in there and so just uh a lot of people, it's, it, it's $20 a month, but a lot of people just get a lot of information from that. And so we can help direct you. So it's a cost-effective mm-hmm. way. And a lot of people just log in because other people have questions. And, and I answer many people's questions at the same time. So it's a very, very cost-effective way uh, for people to get some answers. I can't give specific diagnoses and things like that um, just because of HIPAA and, and those laws. But I can talk in generalities like, I, like we are here. And so a lot of people like to do that uh, as well because they get a ton of information. And uh, it's just, yeah, that's on our website as well. And um, yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do because I get to hear people's stories and stuff too. So
1: That's powerful. A flavor yeah. family, go to officialsynapse.com, officialsynapse.com. Dr. Spurl, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
2: Thanks for being one of the good guys and being a force of change. Yes. Uh, absolutely.
4: I appreciate you guys.
2: For those of you that are my age or maybe even, you know, a little older in that range, you probably remember this commercial. Where's Where's the the
1: beef? Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: And I guarantee if if there's a cut in the supply chain due to weather, any other kind of political attack, we're at election year. Your kids are going to be looking at you saying that exact same thing. If all you've stored is rice, beans and maybe some pudding. They're (laughs) they're like, where's where's the the beef? They want to substitute. Real beef for stuff made in a lab. It's
0: alive! It's alive!
2: Even if you're, you know, kind of a prepared person, you've got a few things stored, it's hard to take care of the protein source in a way that's still enjoyable. These prices are so good and the beef isn't in such good quality, you could be storing this beef and use it on a regular basis. This could be part of your Taco Tuesday experience because you don't have to worry about storing it in a freeze location. The girl has tacos.
1: So go to flyovermeat.com, use promo code flyover for a huge discount. Again, flyovermeat.com, promo code flyover. This is a crazy time to be alive.
2: Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years before.
1: And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office, $700 more a month
2: than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office.
1: You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves.
2: You wanna make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell.
1: If there's gonna be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end, when it skyrockets and now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I gotta pay because it's on the back end before I sell it.
2: You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into and if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours and that's happening while
1: Have a brand new sponsor for the Flavor Conservative Show, Heaven's Harvest. So exciting!
2: We've been really excited about this partnership because for about two years now, our level of awareness has increased on things that can go wrong in the world—not just the the big, major stuff, but ice storms in Texas and things that you know you don't plan on. And I guess the level of personal responsibility of like, hey, we have people that we care for that depend on us, and so. They're not, They're not, you can't reproduce with them, you know. They're, they've been uh, genetically modified and they really messed up. So we've been asking people we we, yep. we we really respect. Somebody we get a lot of advice from personally, we've made a lot of small moves in our life from is Seth Holhouse with Man in America, and, and uh, we kind of went off of his lead as well as some others. And so we are super excited about this partnership because they're willing to give a massive discount yeah. to the Flyover family.
1: That's exactly right. When you go to HeavensHarvest.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get 10 off what a great deal we are so thankful and excited about this partnership we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the flyover conservatives podcast with david and stacy Wyden. please subscribe hit the notification bell and leave us a comment below lastly if you enjoyed today's podcast share with those who came to mind be blessed and make it a great day